0: Hello, dearest listener. You have tuned in to At Your Peril
1: by Arthur McBain and Owen Jenkins. Before we begin, a parish notice.
0: A warning. What you are about to hear may terrify and horrify you to the very core of your being. It may also involve content unsuitable for children, those with a nervous disposition, or wimps. If you must, turn off your receiver... No. In that case, we shall begin at your peril."
2: Neighbours of Peter and Shade Eddington say they won't give up hope and if need be, will carry on the search alone. But with three months having passed, and the monsoon season now at its height, the Gujarati police say the case is now closed. And lastly, An intriguing new artwork has been installed at the Tate Modern on London's South Bank. The piece appeared in the currently empty Turbine Hall overnight, much to the surprise of the Tate's curator. Our art correspondent, Andrea Silgo, has the full story.
3: Well... The art world has been set abuzz by this. The Tate's latest instalment, bizarrely one they only knew about when they opened the doors this morning. Entitled Man in Limbo, the anonymous piece is a sculpture of a man, horizontal, wearing a pinstriped suit, his face covered by a tan coloured mask, the whole thing suspended in a transparent resin block. It's reminiscent of Damien Hirst's Shark in formaldehyde, though Hirst has denied being behind Man in Limbo. The Tate's curator, Derek Park, joins me. Derek, this isn't the first time art has appeared in galleries without the curator's knowledge.
0: No, that's right, Andrea. I mean, it has happened here before. Artists have done it. The public, even. Provoking a conversation on the nature of art. Uh, what it is. Uh, you know, on the nature of galleries, you know, whether a thing is fundamentally changed by its presence in a gallery. But yeah, as you can imagine, it's usually something small, easily smuggled in, often deliberately silly. Whereas, you know, as you can see, this, it's, it's another level. I mean, yeah, it's jaw dropping. There's never been a piece of smuggled in art like it. I'm certain of that.
3: So really no idea how it was smuggled in?
0: We don't know how the artist got it in. I mean, we have an idea. Of course, I can't talk about our security in detail. Obviously, it's fallen down here. But I mean, it's big, enormously heavy. It would have needed a lorry, probably a small crane to lower it into place. It amazes me no one seems to have seen it arrive, but you know, frankly, I'm glad they didn't. It all adds to the story. So many questions. So many questions. Firstly, how did it get here? Why? No idea. Who is the man portrayed in the sculpture? No idea. Why the mask? I mean, you know, there's clearly a face behind it. We just can't see it properly. The artist has gone to the effort of making the face and then covered it up. What's the sculpture made of? No idea. Why is he in the position he's in, that awkward position on his back like that, you know, propped up on his feet and shoulders? His hands, are they reaching for something or are they raised in surrender? You know, and the the big one, of course... Who is the artist? You're embracing it, though. Oh, yes, absolutely. I I mean, well, it's wonderful. A a colleague was saying it's it's the most exciting thing to happen since Banksy's girl with balloon shredded itself. I mean, really, since long before then. It's a household name already, you know, in a matter of hours.
3: And you're adopting it as a full installation?
0: Yes, well, the turbine hall wasn't due for anything. We're not going to move it. You know, our assumption is the artist intended it to be exactly where it is. You know, so we we are building a temporary viewing platform around it. You know, seeing it from the ground level isn't ideal. You, you're missing out on a lot. So if you can be a bit higher up, then you can see the full impact of the position the man holds. So impossibly fractional. You know, he can't possibly hold it for more than a moment. And yet here he is holding it forever. Yeah, it's just fascinating. Wonderful. And
3: I'm sure it's a bit of a Philistines question to you, but... Do you have any idea of valuation?
0: Oh, well, I mean, it, it's impossible to say. If you think of Hearst's golden calf sculpture, for instance, which has some visual similarities, of course, that sold at auction for £9.2 million pounds many years ago. Of course, that was a real animal set in formaldehyde, you know, which will decay over time. People think it won't. It will, albeit very slowly. Whereas, you know, this will be permanent as far as we can tell. But if you think of the buzz around that now imagine that that had appeared overnight in one of the most famous spaces of one of the most famous galleries in the world by an anonymous artist so is this worth the same i mean yeah i mean of course it's worth what someone's willing to pay but a it's a wonderful piece in its own right i mean the sculpture work is brilliant so lifelike uh, it, it, there's a sense almost that it's breathing you know with the breath of the artist Uh, The the details, the way the suit ripples, the shirt, the tie, down to the creases in the trousers. You know, how to achieve those details as the resin sets. And then B, of course, the mystery of it. And is it ours? I mean, you know, is it even ours to sell, should we want to?
3: I guess you've got your lawyers onto it.
0: Oh, we have armies of them, counting their hours. You can be (laughs) sure of that.
3: (laughs) It is just a sculpture, is it?
0: No, of course. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 sure it is. I mean ah, it's wonderful. Wonderful. Just yeah, <laughs> wonderful. Thank
3: you for your time, Derek. And it will be here for viewing until
0: Well, we don't know at the moment. We haven't decided, but certainly for a while.
3: Unless it disappears overnight.
0: <laughs> yes, unless it disappears. <sighs> Yeah, we're revisiting our security. You can be sure of that.
3: Well, thank you, Derek. That's the story, Miriam. The art world's abuzz with it. The Tate's surprise new anonymous piece, Man in Limbo. And it really is quite something.
4: Frankly, I think it's wonderful. Anything that shines a spotlight on the art world that brings it to the wider public is a good thing. Not
5: anything. I mean, the duct tape banana. No,
4: you're right, Martina.
5: Puts people off. Stupidity. Paying tens of thousands of dollars for that.
4: 150,000, wasn't it? Stupid.
5: Normal people see that, roll their eyes. Emperor's new clothes.
4: (laughs) You're right, Martina. But this must be a good thing, no?
5: Oh, absolutely. It's brilliant. Twice in a fortnight, appearing like that. The same posture as the first one as well. That strange position on the back, like... I don't know, what, like she's in the middle of a Pilates
4: pose? Oh, that's Pilates, is it? Us
5: mums love our Pilates. Get some tightness back, bit of core.
4: I was thinking more limbo. It's like she's doing the limbo. Oh,
5: you're taking it literally. Well, you can if you want. If that's your level of art criticism, Q. <laughs>
4: I suppose she'd have to be a limbo expert if she was. In
5: high heels. In
4: high heels, yes. Do you do Pilates in heels? Not usually. And a suit? No. It's intriguing isn't it
5: massively the awkwardness of the pose horizontal but with hips and back lifted up weight all on her toes and shoulders though she's suspended and arms up over the head like she's surrendering or something all identical to the first one so how do you get the clothes shaped like that while the resin's setting you fix them in shape first i suppose stiffness so the resin flows around them but they look all the world like they're mid-movement as soft as this I mean, we don't even know what they're made of. Looks like a real suit. But is it? Could be anything in there.
4: And what do you make of the masks?
5: I've seen some rubbish people saying they're supposed to be death masks. Not that. They're living too full of breath. What they are, everyone's missing. They're the neutral masks that actors sometimes use in rehearsals. Made of leather. Beautiful things in their own right. The woman's one is a subtle feminine version. so neutral
4: meaning every man every woman
5: everyone and no one and nobody the viewer projects onto it whatever they're feeling and becomes what it is and the wearer hides behind it the anonymity or is released by it to be what they want
4: but there are faces yeah
5: absolutely we can barely see them but we can see enough to see there are I mean what's that right That's an artist. That's a message. There are real people behind the masks. That's massive. That's everything. Not just mannequins, not just representations, but real living people stuck in this limbo of anonymity.
4: You clearly like it.
5: I do. I love it. I love the work itself, the sculpture is something else, and I love the mystery of it. The anonymity of the artist, the symmetry with man.
4: No one cares about Banksy anymore, do they? Banksy
5: who? There's a new Banksy in town.
4: And do you think there's any significance to the location? You mean London and Glasgow? Well, England and Scotland, the divide, devolution, the independence battle, battle between the sexes, anything there?
5: Hmm, I hadn't. They're so similar in their execution and in the way they just appeared overnight like that, a fortnight apart. I see them more as a unity than a division.
4: Are we to assume they're a couple? Friends? Brother and sister?
5: Well, they can't be brother and sister, can they? No more than we can
4: Could be adoptive
5: Yeah, I suppose I don't think we can assume anything, can we? They're man in limbo and woman in limbo That's it, that's all we know and it's wonderful
4: Well, I agree wholeheartedly with Martina
5: That's a first
4: Yes, well, there's a first time for everything, but I do I agree with Martina, it's wonderful And this anonymous sculpture, Woman in Limbo Can currently be seen at the Glasgow Gallery of Modern Art
5: I wonder if I'll ever see them side by side
4: Now, that's a thought
5: Someone's got to make that happen.
4: Indeed. Now, Martina, I can't find a good segue for this, so I'll jump straight in. Have you ever wondered what a flute made from a parsnip would sound like? Can't say I have. Well, then you're in luck.
6: What's it like here when the monsoon hits? Wet. Right.
7: I meant your holiday huts, your yoga retreats. Do you still get guests? Peter's jealous of you, you know. Of what? Your talent. He's a good artist. Be serious, Sinatra. I am. He's good. He paints for tourists. He's never said. Would you? He's told you. You know he loves you. He's obsessed. He covets you. But he can't let you have it, Nettie. What? The Royal Academy. What do you mean? It should be him. Imagine it. You get the recognition he should have. And he doesn't even get to own it by owning you. Is it him stopping me? You won't get it. How? He knows someone who knows someone who knows someone. For 15 years? And we've been here 20. We all make sacrifices, Sinetra. He's my friend. You're my friends. Really? My husband is in love with you. And you think you're my friend. My husband resents you. And you think you're his friend? Wow. I didn't come here for this. What did you come out for? It doesn't matter now. You know I don't like you. I worked that out. Just so you'd know where we stand.
1: The gruesome discovery was made in the early hours of this morning by a cleaner as she arrived at the Royal Academy of the Arts in central London. This really is like something out of a horror film, Miriam. The body of a woman, found out in the open in the square in front of the academy, placed on a low, wooden platform that had been put there for the purpose, as if some kind of macabre display. The body was frozen solid, and it was shaped in the pose that has become so familiar with the In Limbo TikTok craze, where people pose in that shape first seen in the Man and Woman in Limbo sculptures last year. It can only be that the body was somehow held in that shape whilst it was being frozen, then it was transported here, maybe even in a refrigerated lorry, and placed on a makeshift plinth here in the square, now hidden by the forensic tent. To add to the intrigue, beside the body was a placard bearing the title Artist in Limbo, as if this was itself a work of art. We have no word yet on identification of the body, or really anything. But given the effort that the killer went to, it can't be doubted that there is something significant to the location and the presentation of the body. The whole thing is the strangest and and grimmest of mysteries.
5: art. I don't care what you say. It's art.
2: You
4: can't mean that, Martina. A woman has been murdered. Nah,
5: Quentin, don't give me that. Art doesn't stop being art just because you find it hard to stomach. And you don't know she was murdered. You don't know how she died. So it's a body. In Hearst Shark, was it a sculpture or was it a body? It was a body. In his calf, sculpture or body, his zebra, his butterflies, all of them. A mate of mine has had a human heart preserved with a knife through it in a small block of resin. It's mafia art, apparently. Is it art? Of course it is. Makes you look at it, think about it, does something to you. Why isn't it art? Because it's a human heart instead of a pig's? Nah, come on. This is art. You don't get to draw boundaries just because you think something illegal has happened. Something illegal has happened. We know it's illegal to put a body down in the middle of London and leave it, right? But we don't know there was a murder. Even if we did, doesn't stop it being art. Artist in limbo. You're always talking about something is art if it's intended as art, right? If it's put in a gallery, it's art because it's intended. So, there's no doubt. If it's put outside the Royal Bloody Academy of Art on a plinth with a title, it copies the two most famous pieces of art in the world right now, probably of the last decade. It's taken preparation, effort, execution. It's meant to mean something. It's meant to do something to you. I don't care about your stomach. This is art.
4: And what do we know about the artist? You mean the body? Yes. Well, we don't know the artist behind the work, as you would want to call this macabre presentation, but the body... Now the police have released the identification. Well,
5: the body is a person was an artist, Q, as you know. Sinitra Sridhar, not a famous artist, but well enough thought of in the art world that she was considered for membership of the Royal Academy. She was a sculptor, mostly marble. I went to one of her showings once, tiny gallery in a side street near Mayfair. Canapes and cheap champagne, tight squeeze, pompous people sounding off. You know the deal, but you know what? This woman did not get the credit she deserved. And you know what, Q? I'm going to say it. Best stuff I ever saw up close. Honestly, it was beautiful. Blew me away. You could feel her breath in every sculpture, like they were breathing, but with her breath. Honestly, Q, I tried to get you to come. You remember? I do
4: remember. We talked about it on here, didn't we? We did. I regret not knowing more about her and her work. You think she should have got in the RA, the Royal Academy?
5: I... I know she should. you got Tracy Emin in there, made a bed, or rather unmade it, cool, whatever, this woman. Yeah, you know, I don't know why she didn't. We can conjecture on her identity, her demographics. Don't know enough to do that, wouldn't want to. All I know is, if ever there was an artist in limbo, she was it.
4: So the dead body... What you're calling a work of art, artist in limbo, you're saying in real life she was an artist in limbo. She
5: was. Permanent state of getting nowhere, knocking on the door of the RA of greatness, always left hanging. Must have been devastating.
4: You're heading towards detective work here.
5: I'm not saying how any of this went down. All I know is this is art. My stomach tells me it's great art. And what else I know is the body, the woman, Sridhar, she was a great, great artist. And
4: what do you make of the similarity with the man and woman in limbo sculptures? You think they're connected by anything other than opportunism, say? A snappy title? The idea of Shridhar being the artist in Limbo, as you say?
5: I think they're made by the same person. What do you mean? It's a triptych. I think the person who put Shridhar's body there, the artist who made the artist in Limbo, also made man and woman. They know their art. They know the triptych tradition. I mean, obviously not a traditional triptych, but it's a nod. Particularly the religious aspect, I think, the worship. This is a central piece revealed last but this is the central piece and what about the mask cute
4: there wasn't one
5: exactly the curious incident of the dog in the night time if this was a cheap copy by some weirdo getting a kick there would have been a mask some cheap blank plastic thing but there wasn't that's the point and not a suit like the other artists clothes sridhar was as anonymous as the masked sculptors even without a mask even right there, her body literally on the doorstep of the Royal Academy, they wouldn't recognise her. Recognise her brilliance. Whoever it was, and it's not Banksy, by the way. I've seen that foolishness online saying it's Banksy. This is real art, not some spray paint with a stencil. Whoever it was knew Sridhar well, knew her work, knew her place in the art world. Same person.
4: OK, this is getting way off track for an arts programme and I'm going to get in trouble with my producers here. You're saying you think the same person who made Man and Woman in Limbo is responsible for the of Sinitra Sridhar.
5: Nah, I didn't say that. I said the same person is behind all three works of art. They haven't said how Sridhar died, haven't said she was murdered. What I'm saying is the person who made man and woman also made artists.
4: Okay, my producer's waving at me to get back on safer ground. Now, space hoppers, a fun way to exercise in the 90s. But have you ever seen a space hopper ballet? No. Would you like to? No. Well then, you're in luck. Here's an extract from a new reimagining of The Nutcracker by Experimental Ballet.
6: Are you happy here in India, Pete?
8: Of course, Sinatra. It's paradise.
6: You wouldn't rather be in London? Your work would sell.
8: Oh, I know it. It's, It's a matter of what you do with the gift, isn't it? Get the money and recognition of the wankers in suits. Or, 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 or do something real. Make something real for real people. I, I wouldn't be seen dead in a suit. Nor would Sade. You know, we're, we're real people out here. None of the establishment pretence.
6: Like me. Pete, do you think I belong in the academy? Pete?
8: Sure. Of course, I, I mean, yeah. Why not? If if that if that's what you want, the suits, the fake praise. I mean, I wouldn't be seen dead Any in a seat? suit.
6: No, you said. Pete. Before I leave. Is it you who stopped me getting to the academy? It's been 15 years I've been trying. Oh, Pete.
8: Life's not fair. You've got what you've got. You're doing all right.
6: Pete, why would you do that? My friend.
8: Keep your enemies close. Keep your friends closer, I guess.
6: You know, there has to be a consequence.
8: What? Ruin my reputation? I paint for tourists. No one even remembers who I am. I'm just another anonymous artist. I
6: came out here to tell you I have cancer. I mean, it's obvious enough. It's not the altitude. Okay. I have eight months? A year, maybe?
8: Life's not fair. That's it? I don't know what more you want.
6: Okay, Pete. Well,
8: it's just as well you're going back to London early then, isn't it? I mean, if you've only got eight months left, must be someone missing you.
6: I'm staying a few more weeks.
8: You said you changed your ticket.
6: My apprentices are coming out. Help me research one last piece I want to make. Two young girls. Just left art school.
8: You... You said you were going home.
6: Don't worry, we won't get under your feet. India's a big place.
8: Of course you've got apprentices. You always needed worshippers.
6: They're devoted to art, Pete. Willing to do anything. That's the difference. That's why we're where we are. Because you wanted fame, I didn't. You tried to please, I didn't.
8: What I wanted was to impress you, Nets. How different life could have been?
6: I'm going to get in the academy, Peter. You're going to help me.
2: The sculptures Man and Woman in Limbo, which last year took the art world by storm and inspired a viral internet craze, have been removed by police from the home of the private collector who purchased them at Sotheby's auction house for £10 million just two months ago. This follows speculation that the sculptures may be in some way linked to the death of Sinetra Sridhar, the artist whose body was found in the courtyard at the Royal Academy last month. Frozen in the same pose as the man and woman in Limbo sculptures, it is understood that the sculptures will be taken apart for evidence.
4: How is this possible, Martina? I've been doing this job for 20 years, I just can't wrap my head around it. It's
5: art, Quentin. I've told you before. People see what they want to see. This is just a step further, that's all. The artist never tried to hide it. You ask the artist, are they real bodies? They'd probably say, yeah, of course. We were the ones that did the hiding.
4: In plain sight, the plainest of sight.
5: Best place. When actors pretend to kiss, do they kiss? Yeah. When they pretend to have sex, do they have sex? No. Why really kiss, but not really have sex? where's the line which is the art the real kiss or the pretend sex both when they slap do they really slap each other sometimes depends on the actor so when they fake it is that art but when they actually slap is it not art or the other way around go back to Hearst's animals they weren't art because they were real or were they more art because they were real Man and woman in limbo were real bodies. It's real art. How could
4: we possibly not see it, though? The entire world, we all looked at those bodies and saw sculptures. We assumed... Plain
5: sight, Q. Jimmy Savile. How did he get away with it when he was so openly filthy? Because someone who's obviously perverted can't actually be perverted, can they? Because if they were, they wouldn't be obvious about it. Especially not in the public eye where the whole world's watching. It can't be what it looks like. Same here. We hardly even consider the obvious because it's TOO obvious. We're in an art gallery, encased in resin, positioned in a way that resonates with us with other art we've seen. There's nothing casual about it. It's deliberate, careful, beautiful. Frankly, I don't care if people don't like that anymore.
4: Careful, you'll get us cancelled. What,
5: suddenly we're not supposed to say what everyone was saying just a few months ago? Not into that. Don't care if it gets me in trouble. They were beautiful pieces our musings go like this wow they look so real ha imagine if they were actual bodies yeah imagine that lol that's it that's as far as we go exactly the same with powerful people getting away with abusing people openly it can't be what it looks like because it would be too obvious you know what q i don't care what anyone says it's but they were
4: murdered martina
5: yep and this is an art show Would I rather people didn't get murdered? Of course. Does it stop the work being art?
4: No. So you're saying the murder itself is art?
5: No, I didn't say that. Don't put words into my mouth.
4: But they were stabbed to death before they were then dressed and encased in resin in that shape. The murder was a necessary part of the whole thing. It was part of it. Is murder artistic? I'm not
5: saying that. I don't know about that. I'm saying that... The final thing, the pieces, what we saw, that's a work of art, whether it's sculpture or real bodies. Does
4: it change the art, knowing that they're real? Yeah,
5: it does. How? It changes how we feel about it, of course. And it changes the artist's work. I mean, how the hell do you encase them in resin while keeping the bodies in a shape that they don't want to be in naturally, while the resin is still setting? Maybe I have to do it quickly, hold them like that, wait for rigor mortis then, set them quick in the resin, or freeze them in that shape before setting.
4: This is surreal, don't you think Martina? We're here to talk about the latest theatre shows and books and abstract paintings selling for crazy prices. Now we're talking about the mechanics of setting murdered people in resin in order to display them in a gallery.
5: What about the Body Works exhibition? Was that art?
4: No, we've had that conversation. I don't think it was. It wasn't presented as art. It wasn't
5: just anatomy. You went. Artistic effort went into the presentation. But back to
4: Limbo. How does it change it for you, knowing they're real? Other than the process of making them?
5: Makes you feel uncomfortable, I suppose. Now it does, anyway.
4: And that discomfort is part of the artistic experience?
5: Absolutely. I mean, I don't take any pleasure in the thought of the murder. It's appalling, of course. The end product, what we were presented with, was beautiful. You said so, we all did.
4: Goodness me, I just don't know. I don't think we're going to find a solution to it in the next ten minutes, so now it's time for something lighter. Martina, have you ever heard of painting nudes?
5: Yes. By
4: which I mean painting nudes.
5: Oh, of course, love it.
4: Would you like to see some? Absolutely. Well then, you're in luck. A new exhibition by body artist Laura Gomez is now on a-
9: there has been much speculation about our ongoing investigation into the deaths of Sunetra Sridhar, the artist found dead outside the Royal Academy of Arts in London, and Peter and Sharde Eddington, the British couple living in India, who were murdered, encased in resin, and installed as works of art in the Tate Modern and the Glasgow Gallery of Modern Art. We now believe, following investigations in India that the Eddingtons were killed in India, either by Misradar or accomplices, and we have concluded that what became known as the In Limbo sculptures were in fact created by Misradar in India, were smuggled into the UK by means we are still investigating, though we think likely by commercial containership with the simple mislabelling of the crates and were installed with inside help at the respective galleries by Miss Radar. Information not yet in the public domain is that both bodies were marked on the sole of their left foot in the way that an artist might leave a signature. Experts have confirmed the marking matches that used by Miss Radar on her sculptures. It also matches a mark we found on the sole of Miss Radar's own foot. As for the death of Miss Sridhar, we know, as has been much publicised, that she died of natural causes, but as far as the placing of her body outside the Royal Academy, we're following up various leads, but no arrests have been made at this point. I'd like to take this opportunity to make an appeal again to the public that if anyone was in the area of the Royal Academy in the early hours of the morning of Monday the 24th of January, we would like to speak to you, in particular if you saw a large van or small lorry, we have reason to believe perhaps a large green hire van being driven by two young women in their early 20s. It would have taken some time for the plinth and body to be placed as they were, so we think it likely someone will have passed by during the time they were there.
4: Martina Yes Quentin The Sridhar retrospective at the Royal Academy What did you think?
5: It was beautiful wasn't it? It
4: was I agree
5: And moving
4: Yes Question Should we celebrate the art of a murderer? It has been so controversial hasn't it? The Academy must have seen it coming
5: Brave The right thing to do
4: Should the Academy do an exhibition of Hitler's art for instance? No
5: Hitler was a bad artist
4: He wasn't bad
5: But he wasn't special
4: The question stands
5: Where did you draw the line? The artist once kicked a puppy. They twice refused to help old ladies across the street. They said a bad word three times. They hit their partner five times. They committed a murder a couple of times. Where's the line? The work stands or falls on its own. So
4: you separate the work from the sin? Always. Except Shridhar's work isn't separated from her sins, is it?
5: This is. All the work here is pre-limbo. Pieces she made before all the craziness got going. And you know what? It's better, isn't it?
4: It is beautiful. She certainly had soft hands.
5: I think back to those crazy limbo days when we were talking about murder and preserving bodies and contorting them and freezing them. Crazy. But without that, the world would never have had this. We'd never be talking about a Sridhar retrospective at the Royal Academy. Women have to find novel ways to kick down doors. When's the last time we were celebrating a female classical sculptor working in marble? Never. That's when. Now we are. I don't know about being in limbo, but she's an artist preserve now, that's for sure.
4: You know what, Martina? I agree wholeheartedly.
5: That's a first.
4: I think maybe the second time, but I do. I agree with Martina. It's wonderful, and the Sridhar retrospective woman in marble can be seen at the Royal Academy until the end of the month. Now, from high art to, well, something a little furrier, a pet owner is claiming the new kitten as a painting prodigy, working mostly in poster paints the tabby dubbed... Picazzo has been wowing audiences no, it hasn't. with his abstract work. Martina, would you like to see some? Absolutely not. Well, then you're in luck because not only do we get to see the work, but we have the inestimable privilege of having Picazzo join us here in the studio.
5: I'm allergic to cats.
4: Along with its owner. I'm not sure this is going to work.
10: Man in Limbo was written by Christopher Jameson. It was voiced by Richard Gadd. Vicky Stone. Anise Papari. Anthony Islet, Shannon Ruecroft. Emma Ballantyne. Grace Dunn. Chris Jameson. Owen Jenkins. And Arthur Whew. Big is big there. <laughs> that's the biggest cast I think we've ever had. The ensembles are getting larger, I would say. Um, thank you so much to Chris for writing that one. That was great. Thank you so much to all our brilliant voice actors. And thanks to you for listening and tuning in to At Your Peril. Anyone else to thank? Um... Just um, the God the for God making of... you who you are. I was going to say the God of podcasts, but oh, so Arthur then? <coughs> wow. See you next time. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come across badly there. <laughs> Sorry. Quick reminder about the YouTube channel that we've now got, At Your Peril. Search us on YouTube. Not only do we have all the episodes that we're uploading, and uh, they've got cool little graphics to go with them, which I have nothing to do with because I don't understand computers, but we've also got little teaser trailers
6: that we've been starting to film. Um, so we're going to hopefully keep doing them when when we can. Thank you so much.